I am ashamed that I chose to take part in concealing Mr. Trump's illicit acts rather than listening to my own conscience. I am ashamed because I know what Mr. Trump is. He is a racist, he is a con man, and he is a cheat. The president's former lawyer likened Mr. Trump today to a mobster who demands blind loyalty. While Republicans sharply challenged Cohen's credibility, Democrats suggested the president could face new legal trouble. Like a witness for the prosecution, the president's former fixer and lawyer said he and Mr. Trump committed crimes together. Cohen brought this statement from the personal home equity loan he took out to hide that $130,000 hush payment to Stormy Daniels. He says the president reimbursed him in installments, so it would look like a retainer, signing this $35,000 check in mid-2017. The Devil's Advocate podcast is an opinion talk show and is the attempt of a few friends to have a reasonable conversation about current events without the vitriol that we've become accustomed to in today's modern political climate. TDAP is what happens when a few normal people sit down and discuss the week's top stories by having a rational and somewhat entertaining conversation. The goal of TDAP is to provide a forum for the listener to hear multiple perspectives on a myriad of topics instead of being bombarded with the same one-sided debates that we commonly get from news and media organizations. It is hosted by Brandon Condit, Mitchell Hernandez, and Franklin Everhart. Is there any doubt in your mind that President Trump knew exactly what he was paying for? There is no doubt in my mind. This morning, we have conflicting stories of why the president's summit with Kim Jong-un ended with no deal on nuclear weapons. Mr. Trump says he walked away because the North Korean leader wanted complete relief from U.S. sanctions. North Korean officials said in a rare news conference that they only wanted some sanctions lifted. Meanwhile, Democratic and Republican lawmakers are criticizing the president for suggesting Kim was unaware of the cruel treatment of American prisoner Otto Warmbier. The last episode was a little bit interesting, right? We waited for like a month and a half to fucking put it out, and then we're gonna record the next day, and we'll see when the fuck this comes out. This might come out in June. I don't know. It almost seems like by the time they come out, they're no longer fucking relevant. Yeah, like, it's it's so hard just, to keep up. I mean, we had the we had the fucking echo problem, and we shouldn't have that this time. So hopefully, hopefully that's we good. Had an echo chamber problem the whole show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Jim's back with us. Mitch is off. Off. Um, actually, so now that, what is, what is Frank doing? He's just clicking buttons. That's making noise. Playing audio. (laughs) 
Not cool, dude. Not cool. This is the second episode in a row that I started out shitting on you. How do you feel about that? I'm fine with it. Last time you weren't here to defend yourself. It's, uh, it's why I got offered a spot on the show. I know yeah. that. <laughs> so speaking of offered a spot on the show, Jim is going to become a permanent on the show. Um, because it's not like me to fucking dip my toes in the water for a few months and then be like, yeah, I'm comfortable I'm with this. I'm trying to be like, the referee, the voice of reason. Right. <laughs> but... Um, which that's it. like I just like the dynamic better. Honestly, I love it when all four of us are in the same room. But I like the dynamic with you in the conversation. I do think that you are more reasonable than it's better than me. <laughs> it's better than me and Brandon agreeing with each other for yeah. thirty minutes. Right. So yeah, you, you are right. <laughs> so we'll uh, we'll start doing that. I think the the another format change that we might do because Mitch is. Mitch's schooling is back in now, and he's he's got some other stuff going on too. So we might start doing, um, just bouncing back and forth. Like when when Mitch can be on, he can be on. When Jim can be on, he can be on. But like, there's no, like you. I like Such to, is life. I like to keep it. It's an open relationship here. So it's like a sports team through. roster. If someone's down, we got a relief right. pitcher. We're to come all in. getting older and having adult things to do. Right. <laughs> so if Mitch, uh, Mitch might be on the end of this episode. If not, we may also put out just like a a bonus, a little Addendum. bonus yeah. track, a Mitch a, episode, a bonus yeah. track, a Mitch episode. <laughs> A Mitchisode. A Mitchisode. <laughs> All right, cool. So let's get started. Um, one of the, the bigger stories, we'll, in this segment, we'll go ahead and tackle two of them. We'll do Michael Cohen in North Korea because this both happened in the That's same That's where we day. left off. And they were, uh, yeah. yeah, the biggest stories of the week following our last episode, recording-wise at least. We also, the next time the four of us are all in the room together, we do need to start, we need to, we need to go back to the wall because with the rumors being that the Mueller probe is is getting ready to wrap up or whatever. I want to get in front yeah. of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but they've been saying that for literally two years now. Yeah, but I and feel like, like... It didn't, like, three weeks ago, it was, like, really big. Oh, it's coming to a head next week, and it yeah, came and passed. But I feel it's like... It's like the people who keep predicting the fucking end of the world. It's like, wait until it happens, and then say, then predict it. Yeah, <laughs> were you the one who sent predicting me... Predicting the end of the world, Y2K style. Yeah, right. just... It's, you sent me the tweet about how it's, like, a bad relationship or whatever. You think Bob Mueller's gonna... He's, like... Every time he takes you out on a you. date, he thinks you're gonna propose, and he's just like, no, 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 no never mind. Never mind. Damn, why, why must you keep me waiting, Bob? <laughs> um, all right, so... so it's, it's, yeah, so the first... The words that got Cohen, like, headlines right away, which must have been practiced with his lawyers... Were three uh, sentences. He's a racist. He's a con man. He is a cheat. Yeah, well, and that that kicked off eight things hours that of we testimony. already knew. Yeah, not yeah. really <laughs> bombshells. <laughs> you know, um, and we would say too. We I would probably you don't say. I would probably argue too that, uh, that we didn't learn a hell of a lot from this. Um, not anything that we didn't already know. Like we we have confirmation on some things now that we yeah he showed before. like he actually I think brought the check of the reimbursement from Stormy Daniels but and, it was and, like it documentation was an interesting play because from the beginning you knew that Republicans were like we've seen this before that our political system is just a fucking reality show they don't oh, yeah. it's all just posturing for their side so like they don't they go into this either. With the 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 Democrats went since, into this with the probably mentality. Probably since Obama versus Romney, it's been like full fledged reality show, right? And so, like the Democrats came into this with the idea that we are going to get Cohen to say as much bad shit about Trump as possible. And Republicans' game plan for this whole thing was we are going to to call him a liar because he's been convicted of lying to Congress. So here he is back in front of Congress. The, the problem, and where I think Republicans kind of dropped the ball on this, is that like. 
The thing went on for hours and hours and hours, and literally no Republican, I think maybe one, asked a question about Donald Trump. Every single Republican a little bad. said, aren't you a liar? Well, if he is, and if you've successfully sold your your game plan here that he is a liar, wouldn't you want him to say as much shit about Trump as possible? Like, you should be asking him those yeah, questions. Yeah, because then you so say he just lied about he, all he of it. He just lied about all of it. But they didn't. They they And SNL, SNL made the point, which is, is – they didn't make the point, but they, they went with the point that, like, yeah – he did lie for Donald Trump when he was working for Donald Trump. At, probably at the behest of Donald Trump. Right. Like, why? Well, the guy probably hasn't told the truth in a long, long time. No. Yeah. And uh, do you buy he that? Because that's one of the things. believes all this. Like, and, like, if you gave him a polygraph, he'd probably pass it because he literally believes all of his own crap. Yeah. Do, do you believe, like, he opened up with his testimony with, like, uh, uh, I've led my life wrong and I'm atoning for that and I'm here to, like, tell the truth finally? Did did that come like I don't did anybody to buy me, that as genuine? No, sorry, I got caught, right? Yeah, I would like, I would be lying right now if you hadn't caught me. Yeah, that's because <laughs> let's be let's be real. If all of if Michael Cohen's uh, office never gets raided, Michael Cohen's still on TV today as Donald Trump's fixer, telling people he's gonna shove shit up their ass and like whatever, like that because that's <laughs> what he did, right? Yeah. Like that was yeah. his whole thing. What I'm gonna do to you is so fucking disgusting. Like that was that was his whole. That was his whole shtick. So I think that yeah, if his if he wasn't implicated, then he's still playing that game. So I mean, I get I get taking his words with a grain of salt. What I tried where I'm at before I watched this was why would he lie at this point? At this point, lying to Congress That's is only going to well, you only gonna fuck you more. But like, well, is it a smart move? You've already lied and gotten caught. Do you want to go to jail? for He might longer? very well be a genuine sociopath. He believes it all, man. Yeah, yeah That's, maybe. I mean, the, so the other, so one of the big accusations is uh, Cohen accused Trump of knowing about the Trump Tower meeting um, between Trump associates and Russian agents he, that has long been denied by Trump and his team. But he didn't really give good enough. Proof evidence. Of, uh, for, yeah. As far as I'm concerned. Oh, no. He didn't give anything that would hold up said, in a court of law He said at that all. Don Jr. walked in and said the meeting is set to go. Like, if that's true, how, like that's not evidence that he was talking about that specific yeah, meeting. Like, circumstantial. I'm, I'm going to fall on Mitch's side of the argument here because I could already hear him in the background like, say it! <laughs> <laughs> he also, he, but it's not. It's not good enough. A lot of his testimony. Like Jack Nicholson. Right. <laughs> some of his testimony over uh, WikiLeaks where he said he couldn't answer yes or no whether he knew. He said he knew that uh, he, he had advance notice that there was going to be a dump of emails, but at no time did I hear the specific specificity. Specificity? I have trouble with that word of what those emails were going to be, so he didn't actually give anything concrete in the pre. Like no, at least not in that. Like he did testify the next day in a closed court hearing, and apparently got, at least from the recap I saw, that they got more information that was relevant mm-hmm. out of him than. But there was, was there, there was one or two times where he said he couldn't uh, comment on something because of right the, the investigation, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering if he was more free to comment if it was closed door. What was interesting to you about? This whole thing was so I listened to it on the radio as it was as it was happening. And um, Mark Meadows, Representative Mark Meadows is a Republican. I was so mad at him, like right off the fucking bat, because as soon as uh, is it Elijah Cummings, who is the head of the committee, um, is getting ready to, to call to the hearing to order. 
Mark Meadows stands up and like, we need to postpone it per the rules. Da, 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 da. And it was just like, dude, this, you don't care about this. Mark Meadows, back, who's bullshitting. Back. Like you don't care about the answers. You don't care about like to that. All you're doing is you're doing this for the cameras. Like mm-hmm. this is the only it's reason posterity. You're doing, it's the same reason that the Democrats did it with Kavanaugh. And I realized in that moment that I was a fucking hypocrite because with Kavanaugh, I was like, delay it. And in this in this case, I was like, you guys are being bitches. I was being a bitch. It's all no, I, mean, I think man. there were there were legitimate reasons to want to delay Kavanaugh's vote when they were like they were trying to investigate it while not pushing back the day. Like I had genuine concern about that. But I I did too. I think it's but it, it does like it does play to that. Yeah. But to but where we fall, I don't think that's the con- like I think the when the Democrats called for the postponement, I don't think they really had the same concerns that you or I did. Their concern was winning the the cameras, like, yeah. it, and it's the same with Mark Meadows and all of the Republicans who tried to steam, like, who well, it's all about what viewpoint you can sell, mm-hmm. right? So we're we're sitting here complaining about it being posturing, which it is, but that's the way court works. Like, law is not black and white. It's all about convincing the jury. And right mm-hmm. now, the American people are... And a lot of the, the times, it's about a, we're raising not really an objection the jury, when you but, know it won't work because you have to have it on record. Right. Like, yeah. so often, they do that even though they know that it's going to fail, but it's just so they, they have it on record that they objected, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you... Like, it, Cohen links hush money payments directly to Trump. We already, we already kind of knew that. Um... I did think that Cohen had an interesting moment when, um, let's see, Cohen repeatedly locked horns with Republican lawmakers who sought to undermine his credibility as a witness. In one exchange, Cohen fired back at Representative Jim Jordan, um, who is the, who's they the def- highest ranking member they of the party. They deferred mostly to Jordan. On, yeah. Like, a lot of them gave up their time to Jordan. He's a fucking doucher. Yeah. Um, after the top Republican on the House Oversight, and reform committee alleged that he lacked remorse for his actions for the actions he took as Trump's lawyer. Um, I did think that was actually kind of a powerful moment for Cohen. If like take the fucking circus away from it. Like I actually felt like that was a genuine moment when he said, shame on you for like, you know that you're not asking me any fucking questions about why I'm here. And you know that you are just trying to destroy my character as a way of, furthering the point like and what they really like i don't understand trying to project guilt when there's an absence of evidence our our political system sucks because what what these guys (laughs) should be doing is actually doing their job is doing their jobs and actually giving a shit if the president they're too worried about the next election but well and they're they're running defense the democrats do it for democrats and republicans do it for republicans they're literally just running defense for donald trump if we can fucking sandbag the investigation yeah, i mean that's that's why you get trump that's why you get cory booker yeah <laughs> like, so just... in his in his final moments uh cohen really like dug into trump and he said uh quote given my experience working with mr trump i fear that if he loses the election in 2020 that there will never be a peaceful transition of power and this is why i agreed to appear before you today do you like? Cause I brought up this point a few times before. <laughs> like, if Trump loses, is he would he accept it, or would he claim that it was rigged, or that? I, I mean, because like he won, and then automatically started claiming that he, you know, like, I don't know, I didn't lose the popular. But here's vote the thing: you know, I don't think it would matter at that point, honestly, because enough people high up don't like Donald Trump that like. Yeah, if, I don't, I don't if think the media did, would give him nearly as much credence as they gave Hillary afterwards. The military, I guess, because I mean, that's where like. 
because he is the commander of the military. So we, have we ever been in a position besides like the Civil War where there's a tug of war over who the military is supposed to go with? Like they're doing that in Venezuela right now when you're seeing this. Well, split. I'm telling you right now, it wouldn't happen here in America. I yeah, I don't you're know. I want soldiers see... from all over the country. They're not gonna go fight in their backyard against their own people. Yeah, I don't think we have enough soldiers to fight in all of all fifty states. Like, not with the amount of people I know that own guns. I don't think uh, like I agree with Jim there that like there's just something about. Yeah, it's an all volunteer army that well, they're and, not going to go fight in their own backyard no. against their neighbors. No. I can't I can't see that being a being a re- real Do you think that's just Cohen being uh I think it's Lanny Davis his lawyer writing a good statement. I think that here's what I took from the Cohen thing. Not a whole lot of new information, lots of fucking names. He dropped so many fucking Someone, names in this yeah. thing and I mean, that, we kept being asked, like, do you think we should talk to this person? Do you think we should? Yes, yeah. you should. You should subpoena that this person. Was, that was this whole game from the Democrats. Yeah, was, Let's get was... Michael Cohen up here to say a bunch of fucking names, and then we can bring Donald Trump Jr. back. We can bring Carter Page back. We David can bring Pecker, all these people. Can, you know, yeah. All these people are going to come back and, and he, testify. And he us. went up there like he fucking, like he was giving them Christmas presents fucking early. Like, <laughs> dude, he's up there saying names. I mean, I this guess person if you're going to call him a rat, he went... Full on red. Who else knew about this? These fifteen people. <laughs> like what the fuck? Keshi six nine them all. Yeah, he man, <laughs> he did. That was a good reference. Yeah. <laughs> this weekend rap. <clears throat> um, yeah, that that was. I mean, he's British. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was. I think that was the point, though. I think the point was to get a bunch of these uh, comments. On on the record, Donald Trump is racist. Donald Trump drove like we drove through a Chicago neighborhood, and he said only black people could live this way, and that black people were too stupid to vote for him. Do is there any evidence that he said that? No. Do I believe he said that? Probably. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna say that I believe. <laughs> if that he if said you that. yeah, if you ask me to put odds on it, I'd give you favorites that he did. You right. Know, like, like and he, like to be honest with you, if you ask me if most people said something like that. It would. It, I've got to give you the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> that well, I guess I don't because then we well, get into uh, the he said she said no, coming. It, from it him does not. Is, when I when I heard Cohen said he said that, I was like, all right, that's I've heard Trump say a lot worse with cameras and right. mics full on I him. Guess, so I don't believe it's out of character at all. Right. I guess that's really what it it's is. Not a, it's not. It's certainly not an exaggeration like of what he would say. Right. It's hard. To, yeah, that's where I fall with it too. It's just like it's hard to think that like. Well, out of all of these other quotes that I have over here, like it fits right in this section yeah. of quotes. So also, what what benefit would that have for him to lie about? Because that? because he he lies to benefit himself. Mm-hmm. What benefit does he get out of that? Out of lying about racism? Yeah, about Trump being racist. I mean, I. I just to endear himself, I guess, more to Democrats. Well, I think but then, now, well, no, I think now they're after he's each still, other. He's still facing a sentence. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I mean, think, it like, I don't think point, it's about that, though. Now I think we're watching a public fucking boxing match. Is he, is where, he trying to pander to who he's going to be in jail with? But at this point, like... Like, it's, don't beat me up. I ratted the president out for being a racist. I, I tend to believe it just because it's... it When people keep leaving the White House and their stories are all the same, they're either all making it up or all sticking to the same fake story, or what's much more believable is that's what actually happened, and they were willing to tolerate it when they were getting paid, and now they're going to scream about it when they're fired or they're, you know... They're out, or they've been blamed for something, which is usually the way these people go. Like, but I, with Amarosa said the same thing. Like, Trump's racist. Like, yeah, well, of course he probably is. He's an elitist more than anything, right? What it, What was interesting um, 
though was like so at the at the time that this was happening he was in vietnam in north korea oh my god now i'm doing it oh my god who's starting audio over here yeah he was in Hanoi, right? Yeah, in Vietnam. Uh, yeah, for the the North Korea talks. And he so part two. He, he wasn't. What was crazy is you would think that like if not for the Cohen hearings, that that would have been the biggest story of the. Well, and if you looked week. at Fox News, that's what Fox was covering mostly. They gave way more time to that than Cohen because obviously they're right. You you painted you, they're CNN actually, painted it as the worst thing ever. They're being looked at now. Like there are a lot of there are a lot of people looking at. Um, Fox, Fox is over more of a pro, like I've seen propaganda machine. They actually, prop, yeah, about so being, they just got. Uh, they're not going to be able to host the debate for the DNC. They got uh, the the DNC had came out and said that Fox is no longer welcome to host the one of the sixteen debate uh, primary debates they're going to do. Yeah, Trump threatened to they, kick CNN yeah. out, but like he's also doesn't he's not the head. He has no responsibility over that. Right. Um, I guess they could do it, but the reason they said is because of uh, a New York Times report that. Essentially, they've the, been working in tandem with the White House. Yes, like the, which they, I mean, Sean Hannity got up on stage at a, yeah. a rally. Like it's kind of in our faces and, that they were working and, together. Yeah. And that was the thing that they were citing. They were citing all of these instances where literally, like the like Fox News would say something, and then the president would say it next, like like within an hour or so. Oh yeah, of, and like how many times has his Twitter the, account been linked to what Hannity, was playing at the time? Hannity on got Fox. up at a at a event with him. Laura Ingram, I think, has been at events with him and i mean he calls in for four hour or 40 minute you know, know, impromptu at, talks at this point you couldn't even pull joe schmuck off the street and have him up there and expect him to not be partisan right no it feel it feels like 90 percent of the people i meet are deeply partisan yeah yeah is there i mean i'm almost wondering if there should be something with the with them getting um moderators like not not CNN, not people who have an agenda, just getting people whose job it is to ask questions to get, and ask fair questions. We just need to get rid of the fucking twenty-four-hour news networks. Yeah. Like, for go real, to some college, the get the, the head of the, the debate Actually, team, make them. Fucking it's bigger do it. than that now, though. It's social media. Social media fucks this. The whole, like, we used to be able to look at twenty-four-hour news networks and say, like, okay, these are the biases or whatever. But now it's in our face all the fucking time, every second of every day, and that's what creates part partisanship is that I feel like debates are useless anyway man because it's just a mudslinging contest for two hours yeah I think it's what it's become I think there was a time when there were debates that were like all right what is your stance versus your stance and like which stance do you think you want to vote for I think some people are able to do it I think that I'm interested in the the DNC debates this year just because what are the I want to see what the Democrats how they're going to distinguish themselves and how they think they can take on Trump I don't think they're going to be a Republican primary I doubt there's going to be any serious contender to Trump. He's got his hand way too, yeah, around the throat of the fucking GOP right now. I don't now. know. Yeah, it, it would if they were smart, they would primary him though. They would have had to start way earlier, but they've it can't, they well, can't now. No, Please. not if they were not if they were smart. If they were doing their jobs, they would primary him. Like that, yeah. it has nothing at all. But like if you if you're talking about political intelligence, like I'm sure that not. Primarying him is your best both, route. But. Both of the the caucuses have failed because 2016 saw the failure of the Democrats for not letting Bernie run when he was obviously the fan favorite, and you know had more support and mm-hmm. probably could have won. Didn't have the baggage, and I think you're Literally seeing the same thing. The screw job. And yep. you're seeing the same thing happen right now, where they they should give 
the GOP is so fractured, they should give them another option in a, as a primary challenge. I don't even know who won't. would who would go up there though. Who, who, who like, can face McCain off against dead. Donald Trump? That's the thing. That's why he they won't do yeah. it because none nobody of them have the charisma. Successfully, yeah. and the re, and going back to the Fox being the propaganda machine, not just for the fucking GOP but the White House. There, there's a, a statistic right here that Donald Trump has given 47 interviews to. Is it Sean Hannity or is it Fox? I think it's Sean Hannity. Specifically him? Specifically yeah. him. And, Gives him the most lip service. And no interviews with any other network since since taking the presidency. He had, he had a few, I think, with... Um, he did have a few with NBC. It might be yeah. since like the first year I know. Or well, and, like and they've cranked... Like, they've pretty much all stopped doing uh, daily pref- press briefings are out the window. They don't do those very much anymore. Like the, it's become no, much more because uh, because with... Sarah Sanders is now just appearing on Fox in the middle yeah. of the day. So that's so much tribalism. Like everybody's just Which, digging their it's heels. Funny, in the what happened to Trump TV? If you want to get your message out, why doesn't she go on Trump TV and like? Oh, because no one's Don't watching. Don't make a, a state <laughs> state run media. <laughs> there, because it, until, exists, until I just though. said the word Trump TV, no one remembered it ex- fucking existed. It does exist though. It's the world's shittiest web show. Let's see. I assume. I can't bring myself to watch it. Trump TV Home. It's on Facebook. No, they can't even afford a website. Nah. Oh, good God. They're just they're just bullshitting. They're a PayPal I mean, button that goes directly to Trump's pocket. They're about as he legit could. as we are. If he if he funded <laughs> it, he could afford it, but he obviously sees it as not viable. So, uh, getting back to the North Korea summit uh, that happened in Vietnam, which okay, so this is interesting, right? So after the 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 big takeaway from that other than the no deal thing was his idiotic fucking statement about auto warm warm beer warm beer warm beer I, 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 that last what's fucked up me. is i know that i'm gonna pull the audio warm bite beer. after this the, and the so it's, it's yeah, yeah <laughs> it's gonna say it even but you even politicians are just referred to him as auto yeah like you notice so um so, but that comment that that Kim told me that he didn't know about it, and I'm gonna take him at his word is like, I'm sorry, but I have a huge fucking problem with the president of the United States. I don't give a fuck what party he's from. Just taking Vladimir Putin at his word, just yeah. taking well, Kim not only at that, his but word, giving him lip service. Yeah, well, not only like especially fucking when you had it's, Otto's parents were. Used as a prop, like every politician, Democrats do it, Republicans, mm-hmm. but Trump had them on stage talking about, like, the fact that their son was, you know, that he got auto-released and this wouldn't stand. And then a year later, it's like, no, I believe him when you didn't know about it. Right. But, yeah, yeah right. Did. Yeah. Like, he knew about Donald, it 100%. Donald Trump is not good at foreign policy. Like, he's just, like, I'm sorry, but he is well, he not. Just, he's such an egomaniac, and he knows that the dictators are. He just plays their game. He plays their game, but he plays it to them. Like, he fucking well, bows to because them. Because his, his core base are the QAnon people who think that there's some grand conspiracy. So when he comes out and says that he believes it, they're just... In their mind, like, oh, he doesn't really believe it. He just has to say that. So he can say something, and it doesn't... Like, they'll believe the opposite of what he says, and it doesn't matter. So, it, like... It almost doesn't hurt him to this say that kind of This is fucking insane. We live in an insane time where, like... This is all this nothing fucking, makes sense. All this double speak, and if oh, if I said something that's fucking black and white, then I'll just change the meaning of it later. Well, no, I was being smarter than you. Would, Why were you being dumb? Would like, means wouldn't now. We all a, know this. Yeah, give it a week later, and he retracts his statements. Fucking, stupid. he kind of already so has. You got to back. You got to know that him. Putin's not an idiot. You got to know that he's not taking Trump at face value, even if he is giving him lip service. Right. Yeah. 
And you got to know that if North Korea has an American hostage, they know the leader of the country knows if he's in uh, is at least aware of his health. They're political pawns. Yeah, American prisoners are political pawns all over the fucking world. Like, I mean, unless you're uh, unless you're Dennis and then you're just a puppet, right? But it's the one man who can freely travel to North Korea and come out unscathed. It's fucking. It's it's. We're gonna dangle this in front of you, and you're gonna. But it's the same thing with the Khashoggi thing. It makes me really wonder. Like, I don't want to uh, be taken captive in another country because I really don't believe I'm coming home alive at this point, or that people are fighting for me. Well, and and then if I do die, no one's gonna avenge me. Well, and not only that, but they're gonna then fucking disrespect you and your family as a result. Like in the face, in the wake of your death. Like that's that's insane. And that's That's not okay. that's enough to want him to not be president. And what's really sad is that capped off Trump not signing a bad deal. He walked away. He like he you know he yeah, pulled the power move, which, and then he immediately said that and fucking ruined any semblance of a so good idea he which, just had. Which admittedly, so I texted you guys that that morning and said that like he made the right move walking away. A lot of Democrats gave him credit for that. The wrong move was having the meeting in the fucking first place. He shouldn't have gone over there. They again went and met without any game plan. Of what are we going to do? They didn't put any restrictions on them, any limitations. They didn't give them any guidelines to follow. What the fuck are and we what, doing? It essentially fell apart because, at least from what I heard, North Korea wanted all sanctions lifted before they would start dismantling nuclear programs. And the U.S. wants the opposite. They want them dismantling be- before we lift sanctions. But, and neither I mean, side wants to old, give on that. This is the old, you know, it's, give, it's much give, more complicated give me the than bag, that, but, you right. give me the money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone yeah. has to... Well, and you, it's, you it's, do it it's, first. A, it's two people <laughs> holding guns on each other, and one of them has to lower the gun, for, and just no one wants to do it. But Trump had said that they wanted all of the sanctions removed, and uh, it, but but then later, like North Korea and some other, I can't remember who else came out. It wasn't just North Korea, but it was some uh, <clears throat> news agency started reporting that like. No, the the North Koreans didn't want all of the sanctions. They just wanted, it, like, it did come down to, we want you to do this first. We want you to do this. Like, it wasn't, a, but when Trump came out of it, he, like, made it sound like they wanted too much from the deal. So he walked away. That wasn't the case. They just, they just had a disagreement about how they were going to go about it. Again, the problem that I have is that if you don't go over there with a solid game plan, don't fucking go over there. And if you are going to go over there, don't fucking come out of it disrespecting American citizens yeah. who died over there. Like The only thing he did was he, he showed up knowing that he wasn't going to give him anything. Yeah. Do which, you guys, why show which, up? I mean, now, do you think that the Cohen thing soured him? That put because he was getting and he was in historic talks with North Korea about ending nuclear armament in North Korea, which is a huge story of the last fifty years of American safety. And he was getting shouted about Cohen questions about like is that morning like the I don't know the time difference, but they were shouting, "What do you say about Cohen saying you're a racist?" And you can see on his face he was well, pissed he, he to have to been, answer those he, questions. Should have been able to compartmentalize and go into that meeting, but yeah. A part of me you, read it you, you as like him. You shouldn't have to give North Korea anything for them to budge. So I understand walking out of it, but like you said, just don't even bother with the meeting. Yeah, because like, you know they're not they're not gonna. No, not until you have. Well, they're not gonna do anything. That's what we you said with the first meeting of going there and shaking his hand. That's you just gave him something by meeting with them. Yeah, they and gave like, them validity. Every time you meet with them, that's you're why bringing I don't, them more to the that's table. That's why I get aggravated with Mitch. I think it was the last episode, sixty-eight. That or sixty nine, I forgot. We're in the process of fucking. We're on sixty nine now. For now. <laughs> for now. Sixty nine. Um, we uh, but uh, Mitch had made the point that like, 
Barack, he, Mitch has said it a few times. Barack Obama said that the biggest thing that Trump would have to worry about is North Korea. And the and you remember when we were talking Rocket Man, we were looking at like, are we going to go to war with North Korea? And now Donald Trump is spinning that fucking or that first meeting like, well, we avoided war. No, we didn't. We just looked the other way. Yeah. That's literally all we did. He's still doing whatever the fuck he wants. You went over there. You shook his hands for the camera and you told him, hey, do me a favor. Don't shoot these off like over the fucking ocean where everybody can see you. That's it. <laughs> don't well, towards uh, the only thing that's truly the, of Japan. the right. only thing that's truly changed in U.S. North Korea relations since Trump took office is auto. He got captured. He got returned. When he got captured before Trump took office during the primary, we got some bodies Trump back, right? returned. But... He was dead, and now we <laughs> apparently aren't going to do anything about it. But like other than that, nothing has really no. changed in two years. And that's why it, it drives me crazy when I hear Republicans make the argument that like, well, Donald Trump averted World War Three. No, he didn't. All he did was say, "Yeah, I'm just going to look this fucking way." And then as long as I can spin it for the for the, I think his game here is I'm going to just just kick the can. As to far the, as I can, to stretch the next it to the next president. And then everything I did with North Korea was well, there's good. No, there's but if no he wins avoiding it. If, if they're going to do it, they're yeah. going to do it. Right. Yeah, but if he wins They're going to do whatever they want. Yeah, if if Trump's Korea. idea is that he's winning in 2020, how long can you kick that particular can before it fucking... It's not kickable anymore. It's like... Well, you can't, you, know, you can't kick it to 2024. But you know what right? comes you know what comes after this, right? Like so whether Donald yeah, yeah, Trump kick the can strategy is really his strategy, he should just leave office in 2020. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. But I think that he will be forced out of office in 2020, I hope. Um and I think that after that, he will start a fucking media company and be like, remember how good I was with North Korea? I was the best. I was the greatest president. Do you think? I remember if, how good I was. If that Pepperidge happens. Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, he, God. If that happens, do you think Fox News and Trump News would be teammates? Or do you think they would distinguish themselves and start, like, bickering? That's, that's, actually, that's, that's the question really, I have. Question. Like, or would he snipe know. and just, like, steal talent from Fox? Probably that would be the new war. You think Hannity would go? Actually, I don't think you would get anybody from Fox. The they're Hannity, Hannity would run that fucking network. You know, from a carpenter to a fucking CEO. If he gets offered, you know, an extra five million, he'll do it. Although, maybe not because Hannity is. Although all those people just sell their souls. But all those people that are watching Fox say whatever their bosses say will go to like the that thirty five percent or whatever. His core base will go to Trump TV. And they'll be the QAnon people over fucking there, but like, but like, how do you start it? Because like, TV is dying. Like, you're really gonna start a TV network? Well, if if you started on the internet, it's not dying. But Trump's fans are too stupid to learn how to work the internet. (laughs) We've established this. (laughs) (laughs) It's all right. I've said worse, so worse things about Trump supporters. I just feel like their average age is older, and older people aren't as with streaming as younger people. So I don't see the money being there. Did, uh, isn't that what Bill O'Reilly's doing? Like streaming his show online? Yeah, he's, he's got, not making nearly as much money as he did because well, he's got like six followers. Yeah, they're starting to sell smart TVs, and if that's the only thing that's out there, that all has Netflix on it. Yeah, adapt or die, old like people. It, it's adapt on, or die. It's on the remote. <laughs> like, you'll Just, die. There's anyway. a Netflix button <laughs> on the remote. There's a Netflix button and a Hulu button. I want that remote. But I don't think Netflix or Hulu is stupid enough to put something like that on their network. I would just the Trump would button. Or, some company the Trump would... button. <laughs> <laughs> Trump's own streaming service. Every time you hit it, the like instead of the the keypad just making a normal noise, it's we're gonna build the wall. <laughs>
I feel very badly for Paul Manafort. Uh, I think it's been a very, very tough time for him. But if you notice, uh, both his lawyer, a highly respected man, and a very highly respected judge, the judge said there was no collusion with Russia. It's had nothing to do with collusion. There was no collusion. As we mentioned earlier, President Trump told reporters today that federal judge T.S. Ellis said there was no collusion with Russia, and that's not exactly what this federal judge said. According now to the court transcript, Judge Ellis said Manafort was, quote, not before the court for anything having to do with colluding with the Russian government to influence this election. Judge Ellis sentenced Manafort to 47 months in prison, well below the sentencing guidelines that called for up to a quarter century in jail. The sentence was widely viewed and immediately so as lenient. The actor and singer who police say made up a racist and homophobic attack and then lied to America is now facing 16 new felony charges tonight for lies police say he told during two separate interviews with Chicago investigators. I'm left hanging my head and asking why. Why would anyone, especially an African-American man, use the symbolism of a noose to make false accusations? Each new charge is for each alleged lie told police how he was attacked on his way home from a sandwich shop to his Chicago apartment in the early morning of January 29th. He told them he was beat up by two men with covered faces who poured a chemical on him and were yelling out racial and homophobic slurs. He's supposed to be well-known requesting a report and said the noose was placed over the front deck. In the second interview, police confirmed that this is when the actor said that his attackers screamed MAGA country, an allegation that has turned this whole incident into a political controversy. Freak with me. All right, so now I guess let's get into one of the other... Uh, the other bigger stories it didn't i felt like it should have got probably a little bit more coverage than it did i was a little a little bit upset when paul manafort got fucking less than four years for 55 million dollars yeah what was corruption. he what was he facing uh, uh 19 to 27 years yeah. and he got 47 months oh i mean it just yeah so this okay it, so it this, just gives it like that you know you didn't get that much okay well now people are going to do it without fear of severe repercussion. Right. How would you like to have been Cohen, who's a man about to report for three years in prison and just spilled his guts and look over at this guy who is arguably I would say, as shady, maybe I would say shadier. He's lied through the whole fucking thing. He's yeah. lied about being cooperative. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> um, and, I, it, yeah, and got leniency from a judge. And I think that speaks to a broader problem, though, is that judges— The fucking judges? Judges come from the same background. Of course they're going to— yeah, They're, uh, they're not— They're going to side with the white-collar criminal. They're white-collar. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like they're no stranger to corruption. What's insane is that— Corruption is just going to keep on getting worse, man, because we're looking at this and there's nothing to curb it. What's insane is that the same judge has made, like, very, very different rulings in different cases. Um, you look at the case of— um, William Jefferson, uh, who was a is a former representative from the House, he was caught up in a corruption case that involved bribery, bribery and whatnot. The case involved a hundred thousand dollars, like that was what the corruption was over. He got thirteen years in two thousand nine. 
for that is a fraction for that. <laughs> yeah, fifty-five million dollar Paul Manafort over here gets the fraction of a fraction. Yeah. And this same judge also sentenced a thirty-seven-year-old to a mandatory minimum of forty years in prison for dealing methamphetamine. Yeah, which I'm fine. Deserved, dealing drugs, fine. Dealing well, drugs, yeah. Meth. Yeah. Okay. Fine. But like. Paul Manafort, uh, uh, just the IRS, IRS alone, stole $6 million from them. Are you telling me this meth dealer made, like, if he didn't make that much, I don't see why th- this is that different. Stealing money is stealing money. Whether you do it, yeah, it selling drugs or stealing it from the it government should, it or should not at least be on it. par. Yeah, but there's a problem with white-collar crimes getting this, like, the guy, the Wolf of Wall Street guy. It's not Jordan trying Belfort, to say like, that meth, dealing meth isn't a bad thing. But no, it's, it's a horrible that, thing. It's that so is what defrauding did. people of yeah. millions of dollars. We're trying to say what Manafort did is equally as bad. Yeah. Yeah. And they should be taken equally, but there's not mandatory minimums on things like white-collar crime, unfortunately. But there are on drugs, because and what we've seen what that's done is made our streets almost, oh so much safer. Right. I don't just know. create the I, black market. I just don't understand. I feel like we have a problem <clears throat> Excuse me, in this country where justice system, the justice system, A, doesn't really exist, and B, it looks about as deep as your wallet. And so... Paul Manafort isn't even going to fucking serve 47 months, probably. Paul Manafort will probably be out before Donald Trump gets defeated in 2020. Like, that's my guess. Michael Cohen might be out, too. Maybe not, because half of Congress really doesn't yeah, like him. because it wasn't 47 months without probation. Right. Or without the opportunity for parole, not probation. So, like, I don't know. I just It, it does speak to the problem, though, that if you're, if you're dependent on a public servant, uh, servant, a public lawyer, you're fucked. Because they're... They have too many cases to go through, so all they're interested in is, is plea deals. Mm-hmm. And you have to plea if you want to get, unless you want to sit in prison and probably lose the case anyway and go to jail regardless. That, that's an interesting word there or term, public servant, because they're literally all public servants. They should be, but the ones like, like you ma- work, you work for the government or within the justice system. You are a public servant. You yeah. are serving the public, but a lot of them are doing a very poor job. At yeah, it. Mm-hmm. unfortunately, if you have a lot of money, you're able to afford. Which I don't think it's just people who can spend more time with your case, and I I don't know why more money equals more uh, freedom. I think in this they country. corruption knows no bounds well, when we're talking yeah. about the green. And I think when it comes to this, it's very easy. Like we've talked about it, we talked about it in the last segment about partisanship. It becomes to me this feels not like even a real ruling. To me, it feels like a slap in the face of Mueller, Bob Mueller. I this is the same judge who, when Mueller was asking for things months ago. As as related to his investigation, he was telling him no that you don't need these things. Um, so to me, this has always been a political. It's a pitching thing. match. Yeah, um, I think, and I, I I get that the political angle, but to me, I feel sorry. Like the people, there was a guy on Twitter, a lawyer, saying for context, for context, that he had a um, Manafort got forty seven months. He had a, a client who got offered thirty six to seventy two months in a plea deal for stealing a hundred dollars worth of quarters. Manafort stole millions. And somehow that's he's gonna do as much, if if not significant, more time, because he for a dude that stole all the quarters out of a yeah, because, because he because he has a lawyer that he can't afford to pay, and that lawyer has a thousand cases he has to get through in right. a day. So it's just it's just a piece of paperwork to file. The problem is that we consider so many fucking things a crime in this country that our systems are backed up. Plea deals are the only way we can get things through. If every court, uh, case went to trial, 
it, we, we'd never get through them all. Right. We can never get that many speedy trials, fair yeah. speedy trial. It's just impossible. So is this a sign of things to come as it relates to the Mueller investigation? Are we going to see more bu- bullshit sentences? I mean, I think it's I'm the interested luck of the draw if it goes to the that judge again. Right. Yeah, I think Roger Stone is in, I mean, depends, but I think Roger Stone's probably going to do a significant more time because of the witness tampering. Well, because and the, of his fucking wardrobe. I mean, threatening them with Godfather references, which is, you know, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> you can't look like a gay Batman Snapchat villain and also <laughs> throw out like he- like heady Godfather references. Like I'm not threatened by you. You wear a top hat. <laughs> Snapchat filters over the top of dogs saying Roger Stone did nothing wrong. <laughs> uh, what's crazy is the, like okay, you've got. Do, do we so, talk about the the crosshairs that what he posted when he originally got him in we trouble? Haven't, we haven't talked about so it. Yet. They they try to do a gag order. They they asked for a gag order. The judge said no. We don't have to do that. And then Roger Stone posted a picture of the judge presiding over his case, and there was crosshairs up in the corner. He, he was inspired by Eminem on the kill shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, he actually, the judge immediately, like, he took it down within a minutes, and then his lawyer put out a preemptive, we're sorry. The judge called him back in. <laughs> and was and, like, don't speak him. about it. The judge asked him, what were you thinking? He's like, well, you know, I, it's, I, I didn't create the picture. Someone just gave me three to choose from. And she's like, you got to choose? And you chose <laughs> yeah. the one that had the crosshairs? <laughs> So she gave him a real gag order. Now he's not allowed to. And then the, what's the first thing he did after Idiot, that? Man. Started posting again on Instagram. A, Mueller immediately like flagged him for. It was a meme. He it was literally like, who can't help Roger himself. Rabbit, what, but it was what's, himself. What's sad is he's going to be the first one to get a fucking pardon out of this whole goddamn thing too. And like, I swear to God, like he d- between him, the fucking penguin Riddler hybrid, and Manafort and his ostrich fucking. Jackets and shit. Like you gotta think that like somewhere there's a video out there of the three of them locked arms, Donald Trump in the middle, <laughs> fucking skipping to McDonald's or whatever for a fucking Happy Meal and a oh, Diet Coke. I, I imagine if, if these bunch three of lame if, DC villains, if those three men are not the are not like this Halloween, that joke has like, levels. <laughs> this Halloween, I like. We can we do that? There's three of us in the room. Yeah, sure. Oh, Who wants to be our Donald Trump? <laughs> I'm not me. I don't uh, want to get run over by a car. Your hair is too nice to cover over the wig like that. Oh my god, it's just man oh man. Yeah, it's, I, I mean I don't know if this I, I see it more as a problem with the justice system in general, but I do see this like I'm worried this could be a slap in the face to Mueller, Mueller. But like man, uh, Cohen is you're going to j- you know reporting to jail. Yeah, I do. Think I think Stone's going to jail. The Democrats are now in P- are investigating <laughs> every fucking thing. So yeah. Kudos. I don't know how much yeah, of a Cohen's slap it is. Cohen's going to get special treatment. Like, is he going to have a nice mattress? He, it, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> right. They play tennis. The, like, Do you think they'll give him a Keurig or just a <laughs> yeah, regular Keurig? <laughs> the Wolf of Wall Street, uh, Jordan Belford, the guy who got caught embezzling a bunch of money and running a Ponzi scheme, like, he was in, uh, in the same jail that Tommy Chong was. They were cellmates. They... They didn't. They don't dress in like. They dress in like just orange, like fatigue, like not like jumpsuits. They're like, like clothes. Yeah, orange like, polos, polos, and, and, and they play like fucking. You get to wear pajamas. <laughs> they all play day. tennis. <laughs> there are rich people prisons, and they're very different from the prisons. Thousand we thread to. counts. That's what, uh, another problem in privatizing prisons. <laughs> that, I would have. I would imagine that that's how the gangs are separated in white collar prisons, though. It's by thread count. <laughs> <laughs> the six hundreds are over there. The fucking. The twelves are over there. I love that. I thought it would be, I, I thought it'd be like that. Like you pop here. your collar on your polo shirt if you were in a certain gang, you know, like <laughs> Crips and Bloods, but much lamer. Certain colored tennis rackets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh man, <coughs> hard times. Hard times in white collar prison. Not hard times if you're rich, though. It's yeah. 
Well, in a in a little bit, we'll talk about like who needs to be wearing the white collar though, because I think it, it if your skin is also white, I think it benefits white collar prison does. Yeah. For um, okay, so for context, Jesse Smollett, just Jesse just, Smollett, j- j- whatever his name is, the guy from Empire. You know the yeah, story. Yeah. 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 We'll just throw it in here. Yeah. So he got uh, indicted on. Uh, he's facing sixty four years. For, uh, for I did not know it was that much. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Sixty four for faking. Look, I'm all for him getting in trouble for what he did. Yeah. But, but the idea sixty four years. The idea that he's being uh, like his time is looking like is bigger than what like Manafort. Like I'm, ha- I'm happy with I, just him getting character assassinated because of all this. But yeah, like right. Like well, and he should serve I, time. I said yeah, who yeah, do, the do last like, time, you know two years in the last years. episode. I predicted that he would get no time because I thought like well he's a celebrity so they'll probably just find yeah. him and yeah. and then so he'll never only, work again. So it's not only always having money. It's also being, being white, white and having money. <laughs> being white helps. Yeah, uh, yeah that's but Whatever that's fucked up. Yeah. The, the I now I I I'm curious to see how much time he's actually gonna do. I don't think he's gonna get that. Yeah, if he gets like, a, but but if they I, put him I up, wouldn't even think that he would get ten years unless you get like the most racist judge. Well, I mean, in the country. like, does he have any priors? This is a first time offense, right? Well, he has. Uh, he in two thousand seven. How many? He how was, many different charges is it? Because I like uh, it's, it's really just lying counts. to the police. Yeah, I think it is sixteen. It's sixteen counts. In 2007 or 17, one of those, uh, he was pulled over by the police, and he said that he was his brother. So he oh, got right. charged with falsifying uh, the police report. Then, so that just got so he's got two false falsified reports. Yeah, yeah. so that's that's a pattern also, which is not going to look good at a no, court of law. No. Also, but especially like, I, since you called him this time, yeah, you fuck. And it's like, <laughs> it was, it, but like I, and I can see them doing something like saying his argument could be like a mental breakdown, but that's a lot of pre-planning to go into. Uh, well, and haven't they? Oh, like, I don't, subtle well, breakdown, I, don't right? I, I can kind of see mental breakdown because he decided to say that they said this was MAGA country in the middle of Chicago. Yeah, N- nobody in, in the morning. middle of Chicago. Uh, what, that. what did he offer to pay yeah. them? Like three grand, or is that what he uh, ended up paying them? I mean, he offered he offered them twenty and paid them three I don't or know. something. And, and he paid a pair of Kenyans to be white. Yeah, right. It, and, it was a pretty half baked idea. And they were the, one of them was an extra on his show. On Empire, so like, and he wrote a fucking check. What he the wrote fuck? The check. <laughs> like he, he wrote a uh, check. I hope, I hope in, in the memo line he wrote for dreams. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus, man, like this. For, you did for the mega country. You did the fucking worst job ever. <laughs> My son could come up with a better cover story. Mm. Oh yeah, so it, it is in affluence knows counts. no bounds. Mm-mm. Sixteen counts he's facing. Good God! Here's what's here's where though I'm gonna sixteen counts of uh they they classify it as sixteen counts of disorderly conduct for allegedly making false reports. So that covers making the false report, lying and covering it up afterwards. Uh, I think paying doing, them. Oh, okay, but now each one of those it, yeah. is a different charge. Yeah, um, man, sixty four years, and it becomes a federal. A charge. It's here, a federal charge too here, because that's, that's a especially in the in the twilight of Manafort. Right. <laughs> that's that's the thing. How can how is it possible that somebody who falsified a police report could even be considered in the same ball like time frame ballpark of somebody who stole 55 million dollars or like laundered money or whatever how the fuck can and Greasing not only how can they be in the same bracket how is the the false police report worse like 64 years Manafort was only looking at 27 at and the most and they both lied to 
federal agents. Right. That's, mm-hmm. Like, that should be the same crime. That's, that yeah, should carry the same amount of time. Lie. Exactly, yeah. That'd be right. ridiculous. It doesn't... If it, if it held the same weight, then, you know, he'd be looking at, like, five consecutive life sentences. Yeah, right. <laughs> that, that doesn't make any sense. Now, here, I'm going to equally get upset if he is looking at 64 years and they come out and they're like, probation. What in the... Do we have a justice system yeah. at is all? It, like, is it just completely up to the discretion of judges now? Right. This, this goddamn ridiculous. There's no... It sucks to be you and me because if you don't have that fucking status, like, dude, they're going to throw away the fucking key. Don't fuck up. That's ridiculous. This is what it's come to in Venezuela. Emergency surgery by flashlight. Ever since the power went out over much of the country last Thursday, opposition groups say an estimated 17 people have died from lack of medical care like dialysis. Dr. Luis Fernandez spoke with us via Skype from Caracas about one patient with a high-risk pregnancy who was forced to go to seven hospitals to find one with power. Venezuela's government today ordered schools and businesses closed. Tomorrow is a nationwide power failure continues. Food and gasoline in Venezuela are running out in the middle of a battle for control of the country. What is your reaction then to the results of the votes last night? Look, we voted to leave, we backed it up in a general election, 500 MPs voted for Article 50, which said we leave on the 29th of March with or without a deal, and now we have a big majority in Parliament not to leave on March the 29th. And I think, you know, Keith, your interviewee, who was from the Remain camp, whether you'll remain or leave, we just want the government to get on with this end this this agony that we're going through and let's get on with the rest of our lives and to me the only logical thing we can now do is to leave on march the 29th with no deal because her deal has failed twice all right so we have been promising this fucking segment for two fucking years (coughs) and i'm sure (coughs) god damn me um, I'm sure that Mitch is going to be disappointed that he is not here for this segment, but it's too much in the news right now to not talk about. So I feel like Venezuela has been long overdue, and we should we should jump into kind of the crisis that's going on in Venezuela now. I know you have an article pulled up, so do I. I'll let you start it off. So um, yeah, just to recap, the last two years, pretty much since we started this show, Venezuela has been... On a downward trajectory. Um, with a rocket behind them. The mortality rates are skyrocketing. Uh, they have triple-digit inflation, which has left more than 70% of their population in abject poverty. Um, crime, a huge crime wave has been spiking through, which has been it's part amazing of what the, that this is happening the mortality in the rate. The inflation. Yeah, one that has amazing. not, and usually you only see this with a country that is at war. This the, is not a country at war the, at all. The inflation rate is 130 thousand percent is that right like it, that it, it, I, I know it's perfect, enough that it took 70 percent of the population into poverty it's the perfect storm of corrupt socialist dictatorship yeah yeah uh, a, a like this, large this, amount this, of, this, of children are dying especially babies because they just there is no medicine what, what's there crazy is i can sit here no and say food. this is small ki- small scale soviet russia i'm sorry it's <laughs> 1.3 million percent oh my good <laughs> god so that's nuts. Sucks to su- like that. That's just that's fucking crazy. So more and then more recently, there there is a problem with leadership. There are essentially two pr- uh, 
people which trying is, to wield power. Which is crazy because Maduro, who has held power for a while, and they like the election was corrupt, and there was like the election was corrupt. He just he he. He is gonna stay fucking the leader as far as he's, he's an exceptionally concerned. bad human being. He has a history of having his uh, his opponents arrested, and it's interesting that he hasn't had um, <coughs> Guaido, right? Juan Guaido. Well, yeah. Putin is very supportive of Maduro too. Oh, imagine like, that. Yeah. yeah, you don't right? say. Um, like those guys are buddies, so they uh, they have cigars together. But yeah, that's that's, and they're also like people. They're an oil rich country. They should not be having this many problems no. with people not well, being able to prices get are down basic now. food. They are, but like for a country that's not at war, that has a natural well, resource that's sought all, after. All countries that are oil-rich countries have the same issue. Yeah. The rich get is, richer and, and the poor get poorer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the other problem right now, they're experiencing blackouts. They're on day, I don't even know, at least day four. The possibly. government, the Maduro um, government is, is blocking uh, foreign aid from coming into the country. Yeah. To put they, this into per- perspective for like rich white kids, the fire festival on a country sized level. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. All these promises and you get nothing. Yeah. But a crappy tent. Well, and, and, but they're not even getting a sandwich. Yeah. No. Yeah. No. And it's like, and they turned into North Korea all of a sudden. They're like blocking off their borders. They're not letting people They have big tanker trucks on the yeah. highway to, yeah. It's really a, a weird dynamic between the people and the military, too, because at times the military seems to be following orders, and at other times they seem to be lax. Like, there's the other day they had like a big, there was a big protest or whatever, and Wido showed up and spoke at it. And like, that's the opportunity to arrest him. And yeah. but the the and he said and, in and his most, speech, "I'm only here because they let me be here. Like yeah. they they let me walk up here. So like there's a there's a it, it a, seems to be fact because like certain uh, enough of the every, military supports Maduro that he is still in power, but enough don't support him that his opposition is still like there are calls yeah, to, that they went crazy. to march. Yeah. yeah, fifty nations recognize Guaido as the actual." The real president of Venezuela, including us, right? Including, yeah, us. including the United States. It's, uh, it's, but do you know. think this, this is going to end without wacko. without uh, an assassination? He, uh, one of them is going to die. I think that this is going to. One end. of them will wind up getting assassinated. For this, sure. this is going to be South America Assad. Is it going to be South America Syria, where the whole world looks at it and That's, wags its fucking finger, but doesn't actually do anything? Lets them figure it out on their own until it just implodes on itself. Like yeah. that's that's my prediction. That's a sad, gray, it, gloomy fucking it, way it, of honestly, looking at it. It looks a but... lot like Colombia, but when it was Escobar versus the government. The only difference is that Wado isn't a drug lord, right? Yeah, I mean, fine line between drug lord and politician. And they are saying really too <laughs> that like Wado is kind of the the he's the alternative. Like some, there are more people that just want Maduro gone than are overly thrilled about Wido's policies. Like, they just want Maduro gone. Yeah. Because um, it can't get any worse. Right. Allegedly. Allegedly. This The fact that Wido has declared himself the interim president, like, nowhere in the history of failed socialist dictatorships has a guy but that declares that, himself as the interim president did he do that been first? a good thing. <laughs> did he do that first, or did we push him to do that? Because I almost feel like America came out first after the election and just recognized, maybe I'm wrong, um, 
I th- I that's the way I thought it too. Uh, like they, I thought they it kind of wouldn't I surprise me if it's like a CIA app. Yeah, I thought that we pushed without it. getting too conspiracy theory. It makes a little bit of sense to say the CIA was involved. Makes more sense than QAnon, so I'm not, I'll back that conspiracy theory. Venezuela's economy collapsed under Maduro. Venezuelans are being forced to choose between different foods. Um, Charging phones on solar like power backup because they're like roving blackouts. I know. Uh, Twitter is like as much as you want to bash it. Twitter has given uh, a, a voice to a lot of poor people. Now that smartphones are becoming a little more ubiquitous, yeah. mm-hmm. um, so you saw that in, like with the uh, uh, Arab Spring a couple years ago when that yeah. was the, what the like getting revolution, getting protests out, and you can see that a little bit going on with Venezuela where uh, people are trying to keep updated as much as possible while blackouts are continuing to happen. Um, most people, sixty four point three percent, said they had lost weight. In 2017, with the poorest losing the most, other key findings, um, traditional meals were decreasing in size and quality. Nine out of ten people can't afford daily food. 8.2 million had two meals a day or fewer. Sources of iron, vitamins, and other nutrients were lacking from people's diets. Children getting water out of local wells that, like, are... Probably not. They, super there was the, sure cholera is all what, over the place. What's yeah. the dude's name that Donald Trump doesn't like? Uh, the you got to be a little more specific there, buddy. <laughs> the dude from um, what was the Spanish TV channel that was Univision? Um, Juan something. Man, I can't. Rem- I can't believe that his name is. Uh, I can't believe that his name is not in my head right now. Um, put a pause in here and look it up. Oh, <laughs> you keep talking. I'll find it. He he had an interview with Maduro, and he questioned him and asked him like he showed him a video about uh, is it Cesar Ramos? Is that his name? Maybe. Maybe. I'm not um, sure. He ha- he basically showed. Uh, Maduro videos of children picking food out of dumpsters and at that point their cameras were all seized the tapes were destroyed they were kicked that like the interview was over they were detained for a few hours and then they were escorted directly to the airport and sent away um but like that's like that's what they exposed them to the world yeah rising cases of malaria in Venezuela um, was it Jorge Ramos? Jorge Ramos. That's, yeah, that's who it is. That's yeah. right. Um, six hundred thousand in two thousand and or no, I'm sorry, in two thousand there were less than one hundred thousand. It looks like considerably uh, not, less. Is, you know, like even fifteen people just died because dialysis machines they're at in got two, shut down during the blackouts. Like two thousand eighteen, they're at six hundred thousand. Um. Cases of malaria like, projected you, you to rise fifty percent in the United States. Like on our scale, that'd be like somebody that makes one hundred and twenty thousand dollars a year wouldn't be able to afford to feed their family. Yeah, more than twice a day. Yeah, and most of I me. Mean, I mean, I don't know about you guys. I would be if that happened. Uh, the I'm not a rich man to begin with. That would put me in like abject poverty. Yeah. like living on the street. Absolutely. If you look at this diagram, uh, oil production is failing. Uh, or is another... falling millions of barrels per day, and it's actually well. You kind of need place... electricity to refine it. Well, yeah. and it takes place considerably, like from Chavez being elected. It's on a steady decline. Yeah, it and drops that, that's, off that's sharply over a Bush, after Obama, election. Trump. You know. Yeah, um, but those like, are more long term, and that's, is, that's this... a longer term with like just within general as other countries become less reliant on each other's oil, as everyone scrambles to find oil alternatives. But even the United States started tapping into our own to. to 
ease up the amount we rely on on other yeah. countries. So it makes sense, but then you add in like you countries that. Uh, see, now my thought was, I think India is the biggest importer from Venezuela. So, like when I asked you guys about the Cohen thing, when Cohen I could said, be wrong. when Cohen said that if Trump loses, he wouldn't give up power. Do you see a, a situation like this happening in the United States? Like, if if Trump didn't give up power and tried to claim the military to like back him up and 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 retain power, would the military go with the democratically elected? And what do you have? What happens if we're like last well, we, time, we someone wins the, the popular United vote but loses the electoral college. In the United States Code of Military Justice, the the UCMJ, we have or Uniform Code of Military Justice, not the United States Uniform Code of Military Justice. If you are given an unlawful order, you don't have to follow it. That's I mean that that uh, in court it's never flaunt the I was just following orders defense has never worked. It didn't work for the Nazis during Nuremberg. It's never been. So yeah, if it's you should have known better. That's, that's the a, reason why we have that in UCMJ. Yeah. If you look at this diagram that I've got pulled up here, th- these are the countries. The countries in blue recognize Guaido as the president, and the countries in red recognize Maduro. Shockingly, red is Russia, China, Bolivia, Bolivia, Belarus, Cuba, uh, and uh, Nicaragua. And then calling and for new elections, calling like, the the, pussy, that's the ever, pussy Europeans. If that's ever <laughs> Sorry, going, like, why, why would they think it? that would change anything? Yeah, that no, wouldn't change anything. No, it wouldn't because the the problem was they'd the have fucking the election, election was and corrupt. Then Maduro would be elected again, right? And then he'd be like, "See, I'm legit." So, but basically, the West, um, the, the United States, Canada, Brazil, most of the democratic all world, of, seems all of to. North America. I wish that was Alaska up there, but I know it's just a different part of Russia. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, they, like this is a fucking mess, and I don't know. I don't. I don't Should know. The United States be doing something about it. What can the United States do about it? They. Oh, I mean, historically, they've assassinated one or two people. But power hist- <laughs> historically, that's never played well for us either. So. Yeah, but we are nothing if we're, not a country that to likes to at, make the same mistakes over and over. I, I feel like the only answer to this currently is some sort of intervention, whether it be heavy diplomacy or military, but it all needs to be United it, Nations sanctioned. Isn't this, yeah, I was about to say, isn't this something you. the United Nations should be doing if they weren't just Absolutely, a symbolic... Absolutely, it's their damn job. Fucking, yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. People, like this is an legit emergency. People are dying needlessly, starving. Children are dying. Like, well, if you why wanna, the fuck are we allowing this? If you want to go down anything. that road, then why the fuck is that true in Palestine and in Syria and like what? What is the United Nations really? I'm not like I'm a I guy. Feel like they've been useless for like twenty years. I'm a guy who likes the idea of the United Nations. Just don't know that it. It needs to work. Yeah, like yeah. it needs. They're to working work. about as well as Congress is right, right now. Right. All it's just grandstanding. It's just it's for the cameras, but nobody watches that shit. So like, stop. Like, stop grandstanding. All right. We're gonna have time to go back through Venezuela later because this isn't it's, getting. It's better. not going away. No, it's not going. It's not it's going. Definitely away. gonna get worse. So, do you notice that ever? It seems like in. in the, <laughs> The last two years, a lot of countries have been having uh, enduring problems. Brexit has been plaguing Britain. We have had Trump. Uh, <laughs> Venezuela has had this problem. It seems like since 2016, like a lot of countries have been on a downward slope. They're also on a very like and not being able to stop it. Like I don't want to say the totalitarian. Are and they can't stop but, the fucking. But train, we, you know, we the, have seen uh, an influx of like strongman leaders too across yeah. the like less Macron, populist. But, like yeah, very very like 
separatist. And I don't like. It does seem like every country is calling for like, well, no, we just need to re- shrink back into each other, and, and we're not going to talk to any other country. Everyone wants to go isolationist all of a sudden. Yeah, I mean, and if you really want to be a true humanitarian with altruism in your heart, it needs to be a global society. Right. Yeah. We're not going to work together. We only got one planet, and we're tearing it apart. Yeah. Yeah. Not even to like speak greenly. I'm just speaking in general. Like, yeah. We're going to start shooting at each other eventually if we keep doing this tribalism retraction. Well, I mean, yeah. how long does it take until one crazy person gets a nuke and the amount of damage you can do now with such a small amount? I don't think we're that far away yeah. <laughs> from that. It, like, we're going to have another well, one, 9-11, Thank God we have Donald worse. Trump going over there to just <laughs> shake his hand and fucking look away. So, But, like, if something, God forbid something did happen like that, like, no country is really that doing that well enough to take over, like... As soon as the thing Venezuela gets launched, like, any, dire any consequences are going to... Whether you blow it up in the atmosphere or it hits somewhere, like, it's going to shape the globe. Do you think they have a plan for that? Because, like, honestly, like, I don't. <laughs> like, my thought has always been, like, well, if it Actually, happens, everybody's going to press I, a button. I'll, I'll, That's yeah. just nuclear fallout. I'll tell you, done. I just rewatched Dr. Strangelove. They do have a plan, and it's not going to work, <laughs> according to that movie. <laughs> Oh, all right. Well, you gotta open a wormhole and send it to Mars. <laughs> yeah, just, <laughs> yeah. Where is Iron Man when you need him? Fuck it. Um, so you met, you brought up Brexit a minute ago. Brexit is how like how far away are uh, we less from? Less than six weeks. Less than six yeah, weeks away, like a month. And a over. they have no idea how they're gonna leave. Nope. They're, they're, now they're, we're, there's a no plan deal right now where they're like uh, May Theresa May got uh, went up there and pitched her idea. For how they would pull out of the U- the EU, and then she got defeated in the worst Commons defeat in British history. Yeah, she was. It was a vote of roundly no defeated, co- no confidence. It vote. was. Oh my god! It yeah. was. I can't remember the exact number, but it was like well over a two to one margin oh, yeah. or three to one margin. It was. It was bad. Um. So yeah, now they're just like throwing their hands. They don't know what to do. They now. don't know what to do, and well, they, what's going to happen exactly? And they're like they're asking. Well, and, uh, Andrea Merkel and Macron for like six more months or whatever. Macron's like, well, for what though? Like, you haven't shown us anything yeah. yet. What and are you John, gonna do with six more months? Not do yeah. anything? John Oliver pointed out the the biggest uh, like threat is the Ireland because only part of Ireland is a part of the UK. Mm-hmm. So what would happen uh, theoretically is that borders would start going up for checkpoints for uh, import, but borders historically I mean, we all know in Ireland, how much the Irish hate the Brits. But it, even worse, they hate borders. There's going to be a flare-up of people shooting at, like, the, the, the troubles weren't that long ago, and yeah, I mean, still it's gonna, there. it's going to be the IRA of the 90s again. Exactly. And, like, Ireland's probably going to suffer more than anybody else in the the UK at this like, point. If, I, I just imagine if this goes down, like, every pub in Ireland is just going to start blaring the foggy dew. <laughs> but, and I'm not talking about Sinead O'Connor's beautifully sung version. I'm talking about the young Dubliners where it sounds like, all right, grab your guns, boys. We're going to kill everybody. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. I think I thought that Brexit was a fucking mistake from the beginning anyway. like I didn't, Because it was? Yeah. But <laughs> now they're stuck between a rock and a hard place because – like, damned if you do, damned if you don't. At this point, they don't have any fucking clue what they're going to do. So, yeah, we'll see. That's good. We're going to be talking about that again because at some point, chips have to fall. So, yeah, like... And in Britain, at some point, they need to get chips for their fish, and they're not going to be able to do that if they can't fucking <laughs> train. <laughs> Great pun. That was, so, that was such a dad joke. Right? <laughs> like, and I'm, uh, yeah, you're rubbing off on me, Brandon. <laughs> no more chips and mayo for breakfast, boys. Yeah, that's... All right. So, we have a couple of more... A couple more stupid stories, right? Um, we've got the great parking lot debate. And we... Yeah, did you guys hear about this? In uh, 
Lawrence, Kansas. Um, so, it would be. Yeah, it would be. <laughs> so I guess police got called uh, to what they described as a road rage in progress. When they got there, they discovered that there was a woman who wanted to drive her car out of a parking lot and a man who wanted to drive his car oh, yes, into a parking lot. <laughs> Seinfeld does this exact story 25 <laughs> yes. fucking years ago. This is great. And then they start uh, – the cops have no authority. It's not like they can't do it. They can't force anybody to move. No one's technically breaking the law. They're, and they, they like they're trying to be reasonable, asking someone to be the bigger man. My, my first question was why was the entrance exit to this parking lot only big enough for one vehicle? <laughs> I don't think it was. Like I, I don't think it was. Like it was I, they weren't poor, blocking poor driving. Traffic. Like poor they, driving. They, it was probably <laughs> poor driving in principle. They just got people like on their on their fucking nope. I'm I'm standing. It clearly these people had nothing to do, right? Like yeah. they they literally say that at one point. The the, the guy's like, I can stay here all day, and the woman's like, I can stay here all night. Like, just, I don't know if you'd be proud of that, that fact. Point? Yeah, how, how did it get to that? Point? So the cops, Trump, Hillary, the cops, like <laughs> probably <laughs> like, stupid right? Hillary supporter. You stupid Trump so, supporter. <laughs> somebody had a fucking bumper sticker. Somebody had a hat. Some yeah. cop out there who wants to be a stand-up comedian because when he realized there was nothing he can do except watch, he started tweeting from the Lawrence Kansas Twitter account. And he dubbed the man Chad and the woman Karen, and he just <laughs> and he just went on uh, like it was the first one is like literally all they have to do is back up. Nay, all one of them has to do is back up, and the other one can go. But by the time we arrive, the great parking lot standoff of 2019 has been going on for at least 20 minutes. <laughs> That's excellent. They, they just keep going back and forth. My favorite thing is at the very end. Um, Karen says something about hating the police. She like they go to her like, please just be the bigger one. Like just walk away. Let you know like. We can all go home. And she's like, no. And I don't like the cops. I'm like, all right, well, we're leaving, Karen. Screw you, pig. Yeah. <laughs> so they leave, and they're like, as far as we know, they're still fucking there. We don't. <laughs> That's awesome. She will forever be Karen. <laughs> I love the fact that, like, sign, like it's uh, life imitating art. Like, this, George yeah. Costanza did this exact thing. Yeah. Yeah, this was... Uh... That's such a good story. We have another story, too, from Alabama, because it would be, of uh, two, two people getting, getting arrested for a standoff over crab legs. The article says that they were in fencing stands. With, with their, crab legs? With crab legs. Um, but somebody really wanted some some crab legs, and somebody really didn't want somebody to have them. I'm wondering so, if that was a case of the, the reporter trying to, like, add a little, like, flair, a little nuance to his writing. Oh, I hope it was exactly Or true. if there was, he was just like, there's no other way to describe it. They were fencing with crab legs. <laughs> the picture the of these two people is crab leg like, fencing league. It's a, it's a really super old white man and, a, like, a middle-aged black woman. Yeah, um, who at, apparently they were waiting apparently for a new delivery of crab legs, and they were like so, in such a rush. It was like Black Friday, and they just started fencing. trying to get like, the last crab leg. <laughs> yeah, is that oh, a weapon? This is insane. Technically, like uh, you might be able to poke an eye out. Right? They don't give it to prisoners. They got. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they get shanked, shanked with a crab leg. <laughs> I don't know that one. That one made me made me smile though. I thank you, Alabama, for always coming through. Like. Alabama and Florida. The country's armpit and wang. <laughs> I, I love the quote. Apparently when they got called, the quote that they heard was, there's a woman who's beating a man. <laughs> Which I just love. Like, I would I would include the crab legs in the description because you know that would have got down there faster. Like, we got to see this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the entire force would have showed up. <laughs> the, fucking Karen and Chad met up at a oh, fucking buffet. <laughs> I really hope it was like 911 was your emergency. All right. So have you ever been really hungry? <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. Too good. All right, I think that's. I think we'll end it on crab legs for the week. So what about the Nickelback, the Nickelback. Oh my God, I forgot about that. The Nickelback. If you want to go into Nickelback, go ahead. So okay, uh, I don't have the names in front of me, 
But uh, <laughs> essentially, someone took a, sh- a cheap shot at Nickelback, talking about like the amount of people that this is uh, in Congress. Yeah, it was like four. Was it four people out of seventy-seven thousand? Uh, had it's submitted a comment in support of this, and he was like, "Yeah, that's the same amount of people who think Nickelback's the greatest co- uh, band in this world." <laughs> and then apparently, a Republican shot back, like, "How dare you disrespect the br- the brilliant band of Nickelback?" <laughs> <laughs> He called him a '90s band. A '90s, but the greatest the '90s first band. First album was 2001. First of all, greatest '90s band is not even close. They don't like they're not, they're, they're, they, they weren't even the worst. a '90s band. Band is arguable. They, yeah, they, they, they were in their parents' garage in the '90s. They're also their first con- studio album was 2001. Yeah. Uh, why do you know that? Because <laughs> we talked about it before the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Broke pull that out of my ass. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was that was good. I like that Congress can stay shut down for thirty five days and then fucking. It did get, get a, it did get a round of laughter, which I love. That we all came together to realize that Nickelback sucks and defending them is funny. That is yeah. the one. That's, if nothing else, we can all agree that Nickelback sucks. Exactly. That makes us American because <laughs> they are Canadian, yeah. right? So okay, on that note, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at TDAP2017. Episodes are available by bi- weekly ish um, on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever, everywhere, everywhere you want to look. If you're listening to this, you fucking found it. So good job. Now share it. <laughs> now share it and like it and subscribe to it and all this, all this good nonsense. On that note, here you go. Here it is. I, I'm fucking up my shit. I really have to go to the bathroom. I know you're standing right now. <laughs> Your alternative fact of the week. Thanks. Do you know Lynn Patton? Yes, I do. Uh, I, I asked Lynn to come today in her personal capacity uh, to actually shed some light. H- how long have you known Miss Patton? I'm responsible for Lynn Patton joining the Trump Organization and the job that she currently holds. Well, uh, that's. I'm glad you acknowledged that because you made some very um, demeaning comments about the the president that Miss Patton doesn't agree with. In fact, it has to do with your claim of racism. She says that as a daughter of a man born in Birmingham, Alabama, that there is no way that she would work for for an individual who was racist. How do you reconcile the two of those? The fact that someone would actually use a prop, a black woman, in this chamber, in this committee, is alone racist in itself. Like, that's going to be really bad for him because I just, like, he thought it was a slow motion robbery. I came in, looked at his shit, was like, nah, this isn't worth going to prison over. <laughs>